Well, we are here in the Alex B. Alexander the Curious George podcast. We have Katie Watkins, yes, and Lilith here next to me. How you guys? How how you doing, ladies? We are doing great. Yes. <laughs> yes. Doing great. Yes. She's over here with her little pacifier, teething little cutie pie. <laughs> Yes, you are. You are a cutie pie. Yes, she you are. Cutie pie. <laughs> so, she's a happy baby. What is on your shirt? My shirt? Mm-hmm. Oh, I wore this specifically because I get so many compliments on it anytime I wear it. Like, mm-hmm. if I need a confidence boost, I literally just wear this out and about. And people are like, oh my god, I need your fucking hoodie. Yeah. It says, being offended doesn't make you right. And it yes. says it on the back. So, like, did you uh, come up with that yourself? No. So, this is a brand called Assholes Live Forever, (laughs) a.k.a. known as ALF, ALF Nation out here. Uh Um, This is a brand Justin, my boyfriend, introduced me to. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it's very, like, if you're offended at all easily, like, just don't even look them up or anything. (laughs) Because they have, like, this is not even near the offensive stuff. It's run by Kirill. I don't know if anybody knows who Kirill is. He's known as the slut whisperer. That was like... Oh, yeah. Pretty much just goes... Like right now he's on tour and he's just... His tour is going to clubs and pouring champagne on women and mm. their titties. And <laughs> yeah. He's just like... he. That's what he does. That's literally yeah. what he does. Alright. So he's a Russian Jew. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he's a Russian Jew. Yeah, Yeah, (laughs) and he like has no filter, no nothing, and he just is like, I like resonate with him because of the whole like, just this being offended doesn't make you right. Mm -hmm. He's very much of like a speaks his mind, just kind of like speaks his truth. Speaks his mind, speaks his truth. Yeah. Um, offends a billions of people mm-hmm. all the time. And he doesn't care. He doesn't care. Yeah. He's been shut down by Instagram about a million times. Since <laughs> I've started following him in the past one year, he's like had two profiles be shut down and he's just very offensive. He's quote unquote offensive. Offensive, yeah. Yeah. Is he actually hurting anybody though? You know? No. No, no, no. It's, probably just it's, it's kind of funny because he is like an immigrant, so he's yeah. like actually kind of the American dream of like you know, an immigrant came coming to America yeah. came from nothing. His parents came from nothing, and now he's, he's like bald. running a brand. He's had it for like four or five years now. Um, yeah, oh, it's still pretty new. Yeah, it's very new. They mm-hmm. just moved from LA to Vegas and got a whole warehouse where they like do everything. So mm. they do all their like embroidery, all their tie dyes, all their just everything. So they just finally like got big enough to be able to move over and not have manufacturers and having to deal with that kind of stuff. It's just kind of funny. People get very offended. Um, yeah. We have some stuff that's definitely... I mean, we have, like, a mat outside of our house that says assholes live here, and we've already got complaints, like, at our apartment because we've offended people from our mat. We're like, it's not even on our front door. It's on our back door. Mm. So it's just kind of... Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just... Yeah. I'm like, really? People are complaining about the mat on our back door that mm. say assholes live here. Oh gosh. Yeah. Oh gosh. <laughs> but I'm like I'm like he's a Russian Jew. Like mm-hmm. he can take a joke, I promise. 
Hi, baby. Hi, baby. Do you see that? See that eye rub? Yes. It, it's it's really interesting. Uh, so people are funny because, uh, I mean, it doesn't happen often, though, but about like two weeks ago, maybe a week and a half ago, I was, you know, serving, and this uh, group of people, group of three people, uh, came into the restaurant. They asked for a table, mm-hmm. and that's, actually, I took, they asked for a booth. Okay. There's a difference between a booth and a table, right? So I sit them at a booth, and two of these gentlemen are a little bit, they got this tummy. Yeah. And so when they sit in the booth, they're, they're, they couldn't fit. Oh, gosh. And so okay. they kindly asked, like, oh, gosh, we're not going to fit in this booth. Can we, like, can we go over to the table? Uh-huh. I'm like, yeah, I can sit you at a table. No problem. Easy. Done. And mind you, they came in while it's busy. So there's lots of people coming in after and at the same time. Yeah. There's phone calls coming in. So I sit them at the table. I go around the restaurant, get some water, and I, uh, and I give them their water. Mm-hmm. I have to help another customer. Five minutes have, about five, ten minutes, not even ten, maybe five minutes hasn't even uh, come yet, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm about to help another customer with a to-go order. And they're right in the corner of my eye, right here. There's literally like five, a few steps away from me. And they ask for drinks. Hey, can we order our drinks? And I said, yeah, I'll be right back. And when I said that, they said, yeah, fuck, fuck this. Yeah, fuck that. And the, the, the woman hopped on too. She's like, yeah, no, fuck this. Wow, fuck that. No, fuck you. Just a whole bunch of F words to me <gasps> on the way out. So while I was helping the, my customer, my to-go customer, she, was, she, was, she could hear it. And she was obviously she, I was like, wow. I was talking to her. Like, this is real life. Yeah, fuck you, man. Fuck this plan. Fuck you, pal. Yeah. Like, dude. Like, yo, this is real life right now. This is actually happening. People like this actually exist. I was saying this out loud. Yeah. I was like, wow. This is real. Do you see this guy? Like, dang. They're lucky, though. They're lucky. They're they're very lucky because I I sometimes, you know, um, I have, like, in high-stress situations or whatever, I'm usually pretty calm, but I also have a limit. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want people coming into my restaurant. Treating you like shit. Disrespecting For sure. me or anybody around me. Uh-huh. So, I, I was like, you can't, good thing you didn't catch me on a bad day. Because yeah. I would have easily like, okay, let's go outside. Yeah, like go, just... You know, we'll, we'll go outside. And, you know, I'll, both of you, if you really want to handle this, then uh, we can go. Tell me to tell me. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 we'll go tell me to tell me. Okay. Yeah. It off a little bit. So, but it was just, it's just real. It's just real. People get offended, like, you know, people have those insecurities and like those ignorance, like ignorant minded people. And that, that has to exist, obviously, but unfortunately, it, it's not common where I deal with, but when it does happen, it makes you remember every, every time. Mm-hmm. Every time. I can't, I just, I am very, very, very anti like cancel culture and I mm-hmm. don't, I, I just don't like it. I don't like any of that stuff. And I sing even with comedians, because I honestly, speaking back to that hoodie and that brand, and, like, I consider him almost like a comedian. Yeah. In a sense. And yeah. I think that, like, comedians should be able to kind of, like, say, like, the dark, stupid stuff that people are thinking. Yeah. Quote, unquote, dark, stupid stuff. But, like, same with Chappelle. Yeah. That kind of stuff. Like, 
whatever people want to believe, like, I think Chappelle's a good guy. They're speaking the truth. Yeah, and I'm like, I, he's being honest, yeah. and I will always stand by that, especially with comedians, I feel like. Even mm-hmm. more so comedians, they have, like, should have more of, like, a card to kind of, like, say unpolitically correct things because like <laughs> you should be able to laugh at that stuff sometimes if you can't yeah. laugh at it then everybody's just gonna be miserable and hate everything ah uh, well there's cause... and there's like a good commentary i feel like it's oh op- it makes an open book an open door for conversations about it mm-hmm. about the stuff that they talk about <laughs> but yeah i can't handle it i can't i can't deal with all the like people that are triggered freaks me out. <laughs> um, earlier, earlier, um, obviously, you were talking about things like, you know, practice of religions. Oh, yeah. Do you, yeah. Do you want, would you like to talk about yeah, that? Yeah, yes, I'd at like all? Because, uh, you know, baby's name is Lilith. Yes. Yes, but she's adorable. Lilith, little mm-hmm. baby Lilith. And I actually looked up the name not too long, like a few days ago, actually. Yeah. Um, it's, and it's funny when people are like, Gosh, I love that name. Like, why did you name her that? Yeah, there's like like beautiful connotations of the name as well. Yes, and I'm literally just like, oh yeah, it was like Adam's first wife that he banished for not listening to her. Right. (laughs) See, now that wasn't even actually in the Bible though. Yeah. Like, it was, that was made up in, it was made up. Yeah, made up. Or same with like when, when I actually, so when I was looking for her name, like when I was looking for any names before I even knew if she was going to be a boy or a girl, I literally was like, demon names mm-hmm. like that's what i googled mm-hmm. like Beelzebub, like all the mm. different things like astroth like all these different demon names and i lilith is obviously just like a beautiful kind of normal name obviously not like Beelzebub or whatever yeah all these weird ones but i originally like what that was was like a jewish like nightmare demon mm-hmm. that's like what she was like like in folklore that's what lilith is mm-hmm. but also in non i guess like non-canon i guess is the way i'd phrase it best is like non actually like in the religious books is that she's like satan's wife in like mm-hmm. uh like sabrina on netflix sabrina the teenage witch yeah the yeah. like adventure chilling adventures of sabrina like Uh lilith in that is like satan's right hand man Mm -hmm. woman but yeah so that's kind of like i gave justin a list of names he was like oh that one's cool i was like cool but that's why i did it because i like that well i mean this is for all the you know for all the uh, extreme you know um religious people out there you you probably you probably didn't like that that effect that we just mentioned that <laughs> but i mean uh, what people don't know don't know is that you know the devil himself lucifer was also an angel before yes so fallen angel mhm fallen angel so i mean how did you stumble upon this like, stumble upon the like um, satanism exactly or, yeah yes. so i personally stumbled upon satanism um, in my, a past relationship I had, um... So how long have you been practicing? I've been practicing, I'd say, like, really, truly practicing for, like, maybe give it, like, eight months. Okay, still yeah. new. Yeah, so, so probably, or it's, it's new. I'd say since before she was born, mm-hmm. for sure. So, obviously, over eight months. I'd say over a year, a little over a year that I've... It's hard to say practicing because Satanists 
Like, I could go to, like, their meetings and stuff, but I just haven't. So I'm not really practicing, you know? But you you do your own practices. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you have your own individual. Yes, yes, yes. It's like, I follow the tenets of it, and I've been following the tenets of it for over a year. And I feel like a lot of people, if they actually look into the tenets of Satanism, they've probably been following the tenets of Satanism their whole life. Mm -hmm. Which is kind of, like, a whole point of Satanism. What are those tenets? Um, like, I can't tell you. Oh, okay, we, we, let's look it up. Okay, let's yeah, I'm up. like, I yeah. can't tell you off the top of my head. Let's look it up. <laughs> but, um, okay, so, tenant number one mm-hmm. is, one should strive to act with compassion and empathy toward all creatures in accordance with reason. Mm-hmm. Two, the struggle for justice is an ongoing and necessary pursuit that should prevail over laws and institutions. So that's like justice. Yeah, justice. Yes, that's so that's justice. like if justice kind of like, which we've seen, especially with, you know, people of color and that kind of stuff, like yeah. that's like we should con- keep on continuing to do it if our natural laws don't. Yeah. Um, three, one's body is inviol- inviolable, subject to one's own will. So that's something that's huge for me. That's body autonomy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, four, the freedoms of others should be respected, including the freedom to offend, to willfully and unjustly encroach upon the freedoms of another is to forego one's, uh, one's own. So that's like, kind of like the golden rule, but if you break the golden rule, then like, don't get mad when I also break the golden rule. Mm. (laughs) She's hungry. I hope you don't mind. I'm gonna... Feed this baby. We're feeding this baby. Mm-hmm. Um, this is real life. This is real life. This, this is, is momhood, people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Just like that, she's happy. Would you look at that? All it takes is a boob, people. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so five is beliefs should conform to one's best scientific understanding of the world. One should take care to never distort scientific facts to fit one's beliefs. Six is people are fallible. If one makes a mistake, one should do one's best to rectify it and resolve any harm that it might have caused. Mm -hmm. And last is every tenet is a guiding principle designed to inspire nobility in action and thought. The spirit of compassion, wisdom, and justice should always prevail over the written or spoken word. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So it's kind of just like I said, like most people really and most religions preach the same exact thing. Like mm-hmm. be nice to people, respect right. people, don't hurt others, have compassion towards you other don't hurt people. others unless you expect to be hurt back. Yeah, you know? exactly. Like, you know, or like yeah. if you hurt me then like don't be so appalled if I'm like, fuck you, dude, you know? Yeah, you know, exactly. You try to you know. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Come on. Yeah. Yes. So, I mean, it's not, and like I said, it's just the last tenet kind of says it all is like, practice this as much as you can. Like, it's kind of like, I feel like it's kind of like the take what you want and leave the rest kind of thing. But at the same time, like, you're going to take all of, all of it is very sensical. Um, Biggest thing for me, the biggest thing with, uh, the satanic temple that connected me to it is body autonomy, which is huge to me. What's that mean? Just your body is your own. You mm-hmm. you can do like you are. You are the 
can't even think of the word. My brain doesn't work these days, but... Like you're in control of it. You're completely in control of your own body. So, like, Mm -hmm. for example, the Satanic Church has done a lot with, uh, like, the whole Texas abortion law that came out recently this past year. Um, Like, they worked super hard um, on, you know, like, it's our religion to do what we want with our body. Mm -hmm. Like, even to the point of, like, abortion is, like, our sacred right to be able to do. Obviously, it's not, like... I'm sure people could spin it like, oh, all these Satanists are just, like, aborting babies for fun or whatever, which is not true. Mm. But it's my body, and I could do what I, like, want with it. Yeah. Like, what's right for me? Mm -hmm. So. And you see, like, I mean, obviously, like, the people who put up all those signs about abortion, all that stuff, and all that, all those things preaching their, their, whatever, their beliefs and sermons and stuff. Always amazed me. Um, cause I guess I mean I see. I see both sides. I see the because they're look looks to me like they're very traditional, mm-hmm. religious view, and then obviously there's the more, like look man I mean, who's really uh, controlling me here? You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Who's really making my life my life? Because it's my life. You mm-hmm. know, at the same time, so. And I think that like I don't know it's like I said very slippery slope but I feel like on the opposite end it's a slippery slope when it comes to like my body my choice and I've always been very adamant on that when it comes to I think you have I think literally anything choice choice yes I feel like that's like our I think that is your right to have right yeah I think you have a right to have that choice yeah personally I agree personally I mean that's what what, like I go that's what my religion says and what I agree so so it's not too crazy, and like the whole thing with like, like our symbolism and that stuff, or like Baphomet, which is like the goat-headed guy, with like the uh, like the pentagram and that kind of stuff, are kind of one of our symbols, mm-hmm. um, which is like say, you know, it's satanic, it's Satan, which is seen as like very like antichrist and very evil and that kind of stuff it's just like it's a symbol it's symbolism that's what we use it for and i recommend everybody to watch the i think it's on it's on hulu i believe it's Mm. called hail satan with a question mark Mm -hmm. but it actually is like a documentary about satanism Mm -hmm. very eye-opening just kind of like what we do um, them fighting against, you know, the separation of church and state, which is huge for mm, Satanists. Yes, because, yeah. Yeah, because, like, you know, people aren't getting taxed when they're, you know, I mean, mm. I think a lot of people understand that, and a lot of, especially people our age, kind of see the hypocriticism of those kinds of things. Uh, a big thing in that documentary is, like, them getting the statue of Baphomet, which, like I said, it's, like, the goat guy with, like, the goat head and the horns, mm-hmm. um, getting a statue of him where they also were trying to erect a statue of, like, the Ten Commandments in government grounds. And then, of course, people freak the fuck out because there's this fucking goat-headed demon thing that we're trying to erect but it's like if you're allowed to have the ten commandments on government grounds why can't we have like our religious statue on government grounds like Mm. oh you don't like that well it's kind of funny because maybe you shouldn't be putting any religion at all on any government grounds because Mm. separation of church and state people Mm. 
Like, so I think a lot of, a lot of Satanism in general is kind of like, just kind of satirical and kind of just, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. just kind of like shoving it in other religions' faces. Mm -hmm. Like, like you guys are, I don't know. I know what you mean. You, you know what I mean? Yes, like, I yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. It's like. Um, because I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. There was a time where I was very like atheistic. Mhm. Mm I was. I mean, I was too for a long time. Yeah. There was a time where I was very just atheistic and like, why believe in this thing that everybody you know people knock on your door to come and shove in your face and shove down your throat. You know. Yeah. Knock, 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 knock. Hey, believe in this thing. You know what I mean? Right. Um, come to our church. You feel me? Yeah. It's like, ah, do I want to, though? I mean, I've had... I like playing basketball there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and don't get me wrong. Like, I, I've been to churches that I've connected to a lot of what they said, even mm -hmm. Christian churches. My sister, for example, she is, you know, an ex-addict, and that's another thing with addiction. I know that having, like, a higher... I know also the other end of it where, like, people don't connect with the whole, like higher power in the 12 steps and like specifically being Christian related and related to God and those kinds of things. Mm -hmm. But I also like my sister, she's past addict and she is Christian now. And like, I really don't think she would have gotten out of it unless she found God, you know? Mm -hmm. So I'm very grateful for her for having Christianity. Mm -hmm. I have family that is Christian and that like God, having God in their life has made them better, right. you know, yes. which is awesome and beautiful. Mm -hmm. And I'm happy for that. Mm -hmm. But I also see how Christianity has literally destroyed other people's lives, mm -hmm. you know? So I think it's all kind of like, I always say like, take, this is a very like, uh, AA saying mm -hmm. or like NA saying, but like take what you want and leave the rest. Mm -hmm. And I'm very like high on that with everything with mm. religion with any of that stuff like take what you want leave the rest if it resonates with you that's awesome but if not then that sucks yeah it's, uh, it amazes me to <laughs> <She's> like, <laughs> to see how dogmatic people can get yeah um because I, I used to kind of get like that you know i try not to be like that as as much now mm -hmm. you give me a piece of information i used to run with it to the death of me yeah you know uh -huh. so but I wasn't like always just pro one religion. You know what I mean? I was like, I was like, what about all the other ones? You know what I mean? Like, what about all those other ones that mm -hmm. believe what they believe? Because I, I, I used to have a bad taste in my mouth for those who thought that their religion was better. Yeah, me too. So that's why Especially I was like... Especially in high school. Yeah. Especially not. I got in fights with... I can think of like one family in particular that we grew up with that yeah. like... Something you don't forget. Yeah, that I, I would ask them so many questions and they'd get so, so angry. So angry, yeah. Because I was asking them, like, legitimate questions that would essentially, was essentially... Make them question. Make them question, yeah. Their faith. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> you're so okay, you're so okay. You're okay, baby. Here, let's switch the boob. Let's <laughs> Story of my life with this child. Yes. All you gotta do is give her the boob and she'll be happy. <laughs> I think most people can relate to that. I'm not gonna say anything on the podcast because <laughs> no I'm gonna keep it PG for now. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, mostly ladies. <laughs> okay.
Um, but no, yeah, I, I feel you because it's when you it's it's not it's not like it's an unsettling feeling to have your whole worldview shattered, mm-hmm. um, or like at least thrown at like somebody's thrown at it. Yeah. Like that's at your window with the rock, and yeah. it's chipping. Yeah, that's what I said. There's it's like a chipping crack. away. There's a crack there. That's starting to get bigger and, and bigger and yeah. bigger. So I was like, wow. I never dived this deep. I've never questioned. I just did a photo shoot, so we're gonna dive into some like you know our modeling stuff that we yes, do. Yes, sir. Just did a photo shoot not too long ago in September, or yeah, September maybe late August. Doesn't matter. It was um, with um, somebody who practiced the Mormon faith. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. And shout out my dude, uh, Dustin. You know who you are. <laughs> so. He is like, he's going through his own journey with it because as of 2020, he never questioned uh, his faith as much as he did now. Yeah. Now and because of 2020. In 2020, it asked you to raise a lot of questions Mm -hmm. because now all you have to do, you're like, you were challenged to reflect and to think. Before this, everybody was so busy in life that you were just distracted the entire time. So all those cracks that were in relationships or faith and all those things, you had to let, you had time yeah. to think about it. Mm-hmm. You had time. To and reflect on it. Yes. It's like, wow. Do, huh. Yep. So he's enjoying life in this new independent view of the, the uh, world and now his religion. He, he makes it his own way, right? He doesn't, he's not so dogmatic in how you should not drink this and, mm-hmm. you know, you should not st- believe in these things or follow those people. Because at the end of the day, he, he, he sees some of the things that... The, there's senates, senators yeah. in the state of Utah, obviously, that's, that's Mormon. Yeah. Who say things like, don't let outside religions try to influence your belief in um, being Mormon. Yeah. And you should. Um, this, is, this is actually said like in writing, black and, black and white, to uh, bear your arms against them. Yeah. And that seemed dangerous, so he didn't like that. But the fact that somebody from the Mormon faith was saying that, was saying that, he's like, I didn't, I didn't like that. Should be a question. It was. I was like, wow. I mean, when it comes to people like this are in power. It's you know? interesting you say that. A woman that I know right now, yeah. she has in the past. She's a model and a photographer mm-hmm. and a brander. She in the past, like it blew my mind when I found out that she ended up getting married to like a Mormon man and converting to Mormonism. Yeah. So she's done that in the past couple of years. She's older. She's, you know, in her 30s. And, uh, I mean, not saying that that's old. I'm just saying. She has, now has, like, a mixed family. I think of, like, 10 children or nice. something. Congrats. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And she, she's, I, she's such an empower. Like, before she became, got into the Mormon religion and met, met this man and converted and everything, mm-hmm. she was, like, boudoir, just like very woman empowerment, I am woman, hear me roar, just all about like being a warrior woman and I looked up to her so much Mm. and then recently, Mm -hmm. in the past literally couple days she posted about Mm. just the Mormon church and how it's kind of been very like hard for her to recently because of those things, Mm. the dogmatic things like uh, his ex-wife like what did she just post about? New polygamy is what she posted about. Mm-hmm. Is that like she's in a relationship with her husband? They raise their kids together, but his ex-wife is like trying to 
be in that relationship. Be in that relationship, essentially. Not even trying to. Like, to the point where they didn't show up to church and his ex-wife, like, called CPS because, like, weird shit. Wow. And, like, very, like... Mm. So there's this weird dark side, I feel like, and to all religions, not even just Mormonism, Mm. but, like, to all religions where people become so tunnel visioned and so like indoctrinated in Mm. especially their church and how other people in their church interpret their, their book or their, the way that they believe when it's like, dude, just like connect with your God or with yourself. Mm. Some people I know speaking back to like AA and stuff, people that don't connect with religion, their God is themselves, their higher selves, Mm. that kind of stuff. Like, Mm -hmm. Find connection in your quote-unquote God, whatever that is, and mm-hmm. just, like, follow it. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest thing for me. Like, when people ask me about religion and that kind of stuff, it's like, I think the Bible is... I Veggie Tales, for example. Mm-hmm. I love Veggie Tales. I love their stories. I do. I My sister, like I said... Let's go, Veggie Tales. Yeah, What's yeah, up? Yeah, Larry the Cucumber. Hey. Come on. Yeah, let's go. PBS. <laughs> Seriously, though. Yeah. But she... I. She raised her kids on watching all that stuff. And I was like, whoa, this show that has all these biblical teachings, like, I resonate with because they're still moral, good, biblical, you know? Like, to me, the Bible and a lot of those types of religious books are, like, fables. And they're, like, tales of... Morality. Morality, exactly. Mm -hmm. Like, all religions have them. Mm -hmm. Everything has, like, just listen to your heart and listen to your quote-unquote higher power, whether that's, like, an actual God that you believe in, whether it's Jesus or, you know, like... Brahma, Vishnu. Yeah, exactly. Any... Uh, Yahweh. Yes. Any God you believe in. Or not Satan. Whatever. Yeah, exactly. Any God you believe in, any higher power you believe in, like, just... I think people need to acknowledge that they're spiritual. Yes. And that has nothing to do with a religion. Yes, I agree. Actually, like a religion really just means something, you know what I mean? Religion by definition just means something you practice. Yes. So like a practice is a religion. Mm -hmm. So like I could religiously practice basketball. Yeah. (laughs) So it's like, you know, but I think most people don't acknowledge that they are spiritual beings. Yes. And I think that a lot of people too, like for a while, what I delved into is like energy and that kind of thing, which I think a lot of people also believe in is just like, the energy of yourself and like mm-hmm. just the energy of other people and the energy of like you the have world a and like you have a soul. So you have a soul. Those yeah. kinds of things. Yes. So I think it's just very interesting and I wish that people, I mean, I wish that people, I feel bad for people that are raised in very like strict households or like mm-hmm. grow up and I also, I don't feel bad, but I, you have compassion. I have compassion, and yeah. I also am like, good for your friend, you know? Good mm-hmm. for him, for those cracks, not destroying him, hopefully not. Yeah. You know, those things, just opening his eyes, more or less, and not yeah. really damaging him. Because yes. I think that I think that people our age and people younger are going to start, like, I feel like religion mm-hmm. and is going to kind of start to, like, crumble as... Yeah time progresses because people are going to realize kind of what we're talking about now, that it's not really like, this is a hundred percent. Like Joseph Smith was the one who (laughs) found the freaking golden tablets and could only read them and that stuff, you know, or like 
Jesus Christ was crucified and all that stuff or mm-hmm. whatever you want to believe. Mm-hmm. Like, I think people will start to realize that it's all kind of like, all kind of the same. It's relative. It's all relative. I literally bring that up all the time. Yeah, it's, 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 it's all very relative and yeah. it's all kind of like, if you really look at all religions, they all kind of just practice like compassion and mm-hmm. like helping your neighbor and like not murdering people and like, Regular things, which, mind you, side note, should not be involved with the government, but I think that things like that kind of end up happening when they become your life. (laughs) It amazes me. So, I mean, obviously, if somebody's listening to this and they obviously already understand that um, religious and spiritual practices get relative, Mm -hmm. so you're probably on the same page. Those who don't agree, then, you know... Um, this is not a conversation, maybe a conversation that is uh, worth listening to. Maybe it is. I think it is. Yeah. Because, um... And honestly, no hate on people that yeah. really feel strongly about their beliefs or feel strongly. Like, yeah, not, definitely not. Yeah. Definitely not. That's something that I've faced with, you know, I, I, it's a conversation that people should be open to having. And mm-hmm. I feel like that even if you're very, very, very strong on your faith and very strong on, like, reading the Bible verbatim or reading your book verbatim and practicing that, like, mm-hmm. just maybe think about having a conversation with somebody who's not. I'm telling you right now, I've never had a conversation with somebody who was, who proclaimed that they were um, Satanist, as like you. <laughs> I have not yet, so and I'm actually glad that you brought that up. <laughs> Literally, I've been like, I've been feeding for a conversation yeah, with and, that. And like I said, it, for a, I mean, it wasn't until like this whole... Travis Scott stuff that I actually kind of felt like being like, hey, I'm a Satanist here. Mm, like, okay. hearing about like satanic rituals of evilness and like, we really don't do that at all. The only, like, if we do any rituals, it's for like symbolism or whatever, but there's no, like, I mean, I read our tenets earlier. There's no evil or sacred we're, we're not hurting babies or lambs i promise it sounds to me like you said it was satire like it was satire yeah it was satire because they're just rebellious towards you know the church and, and they the were government. trying to and the government exactly they're re- the rebels yes right yep. and so like i remember having a um there was a facebook post and uh it was from somebody who who was dealing with people in the industry la da di da um, like in the industry, they were doing um, almost satanic kind of things, right, on, on the music videos. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you could look at it as if it was spewing information in your face, like, hey, we're all worshippers of the devil. Yeah. Or I'm like, hey, man, these motherfuckers know how to make music, and they know how to gather people's attention. Yeah. So, like, they're going to use what they can. So, like, this is going to upset people because hate is stronger than, than love. You know, like, hate can be a stronger feeling you know what i mean than, I than love like for it sure. can it's a more noticeable feeling as a know? human though for sure see the things as humans we feel um the jealousy the hate all that stuff um on a very strong level mm-hmm. right so because humans are flawed but the spiritual part knows the good and yeah. if you're not in touch with your spirituality then you can't you know what i mean yeah so anyways got a music video and it looks very satanic and mm-hmm. people are complaining about it this is a very this is a facebook post complaining about how the music industry is basically saying that we are worshippers of the devil. Yes. I was like, hey man, these, 
it could be very satirical. Like, they know that you're going to be upset. Which will get them more views. More views. Yeah. More money. 100%. You know? That's what I'm saying. I'm like, that's just using symbolism. Bang. Yeah. Bang. Mm-hmm. Like, the, the eyes, the whatever, like the... Oh, that's like Billie Eilish. Yeah. Or like, you know, uh, what's her song, All the Good Girls Go to Hell? Mm-hmm. I mean, that whole music video, she's literally, like, crawling out of a tar pit with her, like, wings that are tarry and horrible, and she's singing about <laughs> all the good girls going to hell, and that God is a woman, and all this stuff. It's like, they definitely... I mean, even Satanism, like, we use the symbolism as, like, Rebellion. It's, yeah, it's symbolism. Rebellion. That's what yeah. it is. And it's even like, don't get me wrong. I mean, there are people like there are, um, there's like Luc- Luciferism, which is a whole other thing. And there's like also, yeah, and there's also what? like devil worshipers who actually worship the devil as an entity as like mm. people worship God as an entity. Okay. And there are devil worshipers who really worship the devil as an entity. Mm-hmm. That's not you. Not not no. us. Yeah. There's Satanists who just like use the symbolism and are just why is it follow called, those tenets. Why is it called that? The Satanism? Yeah. For that reason, I'm pretty sure. Like just, don't quote me on this, but I'm pretty sure it's just because it's like a Okay, because you're like still a rebellion towards rebellion. kind of like the generic. Because yeah. most people are Christian, most religions. I mean, at least like Western religions are Christian, Christian, Catholicism, mm-hmm. Christianity, Mormonism, those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. So like the devil is the worst. So like <laughs> we're gonna make a whole religion out of it. You know. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So people, I think lots of people don't don't like to acknowledge that they are also dark beings as well as light. So, like, you're not light all the time, man. You know what I mean? Come on, let's be real here. You no. you have to have ups and downs. All well, those people have dark thoughts, you know. Bang, exactly. And you shouldn't feel bad about it too. It's normal. It's normal. It's a normal it's thing. It's literally yeah. like human psychology. There's a there's a book called You Are Not Your Brain. You so I think I haven't I haven't read it yet, but when I read the title, I I understood what it's gonna go go through. Mm-hmm. So it's like you have. I have weird so thoughts many all the thoughts. times, dude. Yes. Especially since becoming a parent. Yeah. Like, just like... Weird you gotta, like, filter... Yeah, yeah, you have to, like, have to, like filter, filter your thoughts. thoughts. Yeah. yeah. And that takes work. But it doesn't make yeah. you a bad person, you no. know? Yes. Because your mind also... Because your mind is spewing possibilities. Mm-hmm. So, po- there's, like, good possibilities, bad possibilities, and then neutral possibilities. You don't even know if it's gonna happen, mm-hmm. right? So, it's... That's what I think. That's what you know, the whole meaning of the "you are not your brain" thing, because it's just spewing possibilities. Yeah. You know. It's all very interesting. It's dark light, you name it. You know, gray. Who I knows, don't think that there should be any sort of, especially when it comes to religion, which I know a lot of religion does that, but there shouldn't be any sort of like hold. It should be like no holds bar. Like you can think whatever you want, and it's perfectly natural. I mean, and that goes like delves into psychology in general, but like. Everybody has dark thoughts. Everybody mm-hmm. has light thoughts. Everybody... Goes to the similar stuff. We just go through similar stuff. It's just you know. some things make you not feel okay about it. I mean... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Delve into plenty of that. I remember um, seeing a post on Instagram uh, about... So there's a picture of these monks walking down the railroad and they were carrying a camera with them. Mm-hmm. And that was the image of these people that I follow 
and there were comments in the comment section saying like, "Wow, I don't know how to, I don't know how to feel about monks carrying a camera." I was like, "What?" I was like, yeah, I was like, and then like, there's another comment saying, "Yeah, I don't know, I don't know how to feel about monks carrying uh, worldly things." That's strange. You're like. You know, monks are literally human beings. That's what I'm. I was like, exactly. I was like, well, obviously not, man. You know, like, obvious. Come on, I commented, and I was like, come on, like, how can you get so dogmatic yeah. into a belief? Not, you know, thinking that people can't have cameras because of cap- their religion. Reli- quote religion. Even so, if they're Buddhist, if somebody's actually Buddhist, there's lots of there's, I guess, different kinds of Buddhism. Not really, kind of. Buddha, if you really uh, studied him, told you to live your own path. Yeah. Your path, right? And that's on you to decide. Can't nobody else tell you. Yeah. It's you deciding. And that resonated with so many people. Yeah. Right? So many people. You can see, because you can feel, you can see, feel, you can just kind of hear the truth in those words. Yeah. So it's like, ah, you know, let me just look at my Bible. Yeah. Real quick, okay. Let me just, but in, but you, but in this part of the, you know, it, we can't it told eat me. Shrimp. So it's, I I get it though. I understand. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, it's just I just hope that I mean, and I feel like moving on, like I said before, is that people our age and younger will just like, I mean, they find their way. I hope yeah, they find their yeah, way. Yeah, I hope they find their way, and I hope yeah. people are more understanding and just open. But they're looking at us too, though. Yeah. They're looking at us for as inspiration because I can tell a lot of the younger generation is a little bit. Lo- well, everyone's lost at at some point in their early stages adolescence, but right now I think there's more depressed, um, depressed kids. I a hundred percent agree. So, and I think too social media, huge part in that, and I think that that's also part in just being lost. Mm-hmm. Like I imagine if I was what I mean twelve, thirteen, and we had the social media that kids those age have now, mm-hmm. like it would be way more overwhelming to really figure out who we are, our beliefs or whatever, even just how to fit in, you know? Mm-hmm. Cause I'm like, when I was 12, I was like dancing to soldier boy with Kendra. Like, <laughs> yeah. In the who rain. wasn't dancing to soldier I boy? Know. I'm still dancing to soldier boy. <laughs> Come on. 100% sure, but I mean, like, when we went to go have fun, we went to Fred Meyer, and, like... Facts. Yeah. We went to Fred Meyer and, like, rearranged the home goods section. <laughs> like, for fun. Like, that's what we did. We didn't have yes. social media to, like, be no. posting on Snapchat or doing TikTok videos. Yeah. Like, we were just make, doing stuff up right. between us. We were yeah. learning between us and whenever we went to school, the kids we went to school with. It wasn't, mm-hmm. like an open book to literally everything everywhere and just all this craziness. I can't even imagine being a kid. A lot of distractions. A lot of distractions. A lot of distractions. I could not even I I mean, I'm like, I worry about her, but I'm like, I will take it as it comes, but it's like, oh my gosh, dude. By the time she's thirteen, fourteen, fifteen in high school, there's gonna be it's gonna be like whatever freaking Musk's thing is, the thing that you put in your brain and people are like, have cell phones in their heads and people are like bionic and weird shit is going to be going on 15 years from now, I'm telling you. <laughs> Mark my words. There's AI is going to run. Seriously. AI is going to run. They're already running things. Yeah, I mean, so. you know, it's weird and it's even when you think about like, 
minimum wage and that kind of stuff. And just remember when there were like people worried about self checkouts that was going to take people's jobs. Now there's like shopping carts that are taking over self checkouts and like weird stuff going on in the world. Isn't the, uh, um, the universe, whatever, isn't it going through the age of uh, Aquarius right now? I'm not sure. I believe it is. That's why there's so much in, in innovation okay. and invention of information and technology. It's, it's um, crazy. So I think it's either going to... So either um, it's going to go... It either goes forward or, or goes backwards. So it's going to enter into a stage of, I think, personally, spirituality, meditation, um, philosophy, things of that nature is actually going to have to come back. And it's going to be a must. I think it's already making a way small slowly with this whole people are doing more meditation stuff yeah. now nowadays you can mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah things, i definitely see that too like it's it's On making like the it's, other end of it there are definitely more people that are trying to become like one with themselves ma- more so connecting now. yeah more so now for sure connecting yeah. themselves with their universe and with like their higher power which is they feel themselves mm-hmm. you know trying to do that stuff which i think is beautiful yeah you know I think it's gonna, it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be very interesting. It's be very, the next ten years. It's gonna be wild. <laughs> our uh, our ten year anniversary oh from from high school is I about know, to come up soon. I know. I can't believe it. Um, ten years. Ten, oh I hope we do something. I really do. <laughs> I think we will. I I'm think like okay. I know so many people hated their high school like whatever, uh-huh. but I liked high school. So did I. Yeah, I, I'm like. I, I liked it. I feel like I our, a, I don't know about like, if it's just like our school, our school or what, but yeah. I've said this a bunch of times no, about like though. Meridian High is so yeah. I'm like, I feel like Meridian High, like it was a little, there's a little gem. Yeah. Like everybody people cool like, everybody. we're cool with everybody. Everyone. Even when people weren't cool with everybody, people right. were still cool with everybody. Yeah. You know, like people might've had problems and there might've been little dramas or whatever. I think that's every high school. But that's course. every high school. Every but we weren't school. like, there weren't like horrible bullies i mean there probably could have been i don't mean to like yeah there could i know have, somebody's yeah there's somebody's, there might be somebody out there that's like fuck you guys i got bullied horribly but yeah. like i'm sorry if that there was happened the, to you. i think there was i think there was a kid that passed away from being bullied yes. from our school oh that's sad yeah he's a little younger than us so. oh see see that's sad but i'm like that's a real. That's a that's a common. It's thing. a common thing, and that I feel like lesson, our school yeah. still had like good school spirit and like. We had the school spirit. We had the school spirit. Come on, I don't yeah. care about. I don't care, man. Warriors. I don't. I don't care what y'all <laughs> other schools have to say, but as as much as our school did kind of suck at sports, every you know pretty much a lot yeah, of times we were while we were there. Fuck back yeah. in our day, we were old as fuck. Now yeah. Meridian High they're is good. Like looking bougie yeah. and they're, stuff. They're hella good. I went they're there nice. to get my transcript like two years ago and they're like buzzed me in through the fucking front thing. I'm like, what is going on? I'm like, I need to go check it out. Dude, I don't know if you've been no, no. completely different, completely new front. Everything is yeah. different. Like they built all, it's a whole just, new school. Whole new school. It's That's, so weird. Wow. We were the oldest school in the Meridian District. Yeah, the oldest. The oldest. And OG. now everything's all renovated new. and all new. We ghetto fabulous, baby. We ghetto fab. Gabby fab. Yes. G fab. We did it. They don't know. But really, I'm excited for, like, I'm like, I hope. New gen. I hope we have a, like, 10 year reunion. I really hope so because mm-hmm. there's so many people that I would love. I mean, there's. 
mind you, I feel very lucky that I'm like still very close friends with mm-hmm. friends from high school. From high school, like yeah. Tucker, Brandon, all those people, I yes. still talk to. Obviously, Good. Lauren, Sam, mm-hmm. all those people, I still like. Keep in touch with. Mad love, and even you, all those. People on Instagram that yeah. I'm still see, liking now, their stuff. See, so th- th- this is the part of social media where it's nice. Mm-hmm. Okay, that where you can connect and see people what people are up to. Mm-hmm. When we were kids and we had like, we had like MySpace or yeah. something like yeah, that. Yeah, and, we you had know, whatever, Some things like things like that. Uh, which was cool and all, but it's like, I don't know. There's good and bad, of course. But I can't, I'm not going to blame social media. No. I'm not going to blame social media. I'm not going to blame. I feel like, I feel personally, for me personally, I feel like social media is, like, I love social media. Yeah, it's a tool. I hate it sometimes because of, like, all the garbage stuff that you (laughs) see and all the negativity. It's spewed. Yes. But, I mean, like, Facebook groups, for example, like, I'm in, like, my favorite band, Coed and Cambria. Like, I'm in, like, three Coed and Cambria Facebook groups. What is that? Coheating what? Oh my god, Coheating Cambria. Coheating Cambria. Yeah. What it's, is that? It's a band. Oh, it's a okay. Yeah, it's a band. Oh, okay. It's like my favorite band ever. Nice. Yeah, nice. I have this tattoo on my right here. It's on my in my sternum. Yes, but uh, is that a triangle? It's like a. Oh my gosh! I'll show you. This is it. We'll make it. Yes. Oh, that's okay. Yes. So it's like a cult. Essentially, is what we call ourselves. Mm-hmm. It's like a funny joke because if you're like a cult, what isn't a cult though? Let's talk about that. <laughs> what really? isn't a cult? Uh, like ev- everybody. Everything. If you're in an MLM, it's a cult. I'm it, sorry. It's all. It. What isn't a cult? You know. Really. Like a company has to have its own culture. Mm-hmm. That's so, like, very true. What's the first word of cult? What's the first part of culture? Is cult. That's hundred percent. So you, I think people have a bad connotation of the word cult. Yeah. That's true. When it's okay, the first I'm taking the cult back. I am in a Coheed and Cambria cult, and I am proud of it. And I there love you it. go. Let's go. All I right. I love it. Do your thing. Yes. See? But things like that, or like I'm in a King of the Hill shit posting group, mm-hmm. which is just or secondhand oh. finds. Face. I'm in a whole bunch of Facebook groups that I just mm-hmm. secondhand finds that are wonderful Facebook group. So mm-hmm. it's just like a bunch of thrifted stuff that people will post that is just like oh. weird and wonderful. Okay. That you connect with people all around the world about like some weird thing, a weird mug that they found that like had a butt on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I love it. You love those things. Yeah, yeah. I love you it. Love like I like that. the connection. That's like why I love social media is because I'm like, that's hilarious and it made me happy and I like it. Or like Buffy the Vampire Slayer. My favorite TV show ever. I'm in multiple Buffy the Vampire Slayer groups. And we just like discuss the TV show. That's and I cool. like it. That's you know? Cool. Yes, that's how Stuff cool. like that. I'm like, I like having conversations with people all around the world. Like, that's what I like about social media is bringing. Mm-hmm. Or even like the You're Satanic different. Temple. Yeah. Like, I like being in those groups and talking about that. Or like, just having discussions about how it correlates to life and that kind of stuff. So... It just kind of goes to show that there's so many layers to a person. Mm. You know, there's so many. Yeah, you feel me? Yeah, I'm like, ain't that the truth? Yeah, there's just so many layers, and not many, not many people would like would guess that you are part of a Buffy the Vampire Slayer Facebook group. <laughs> no. Just talking about Buffy the Vampire Slayer because like that's a real like, life thing, you know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like I'm dead Buffy ass. Vampire that's Slayer. <laughs> I actually watched that show too, though. Not gonna lie. Really? Yeah. I'm not, it's when great. I was, she was fine. She is fine. She's fine to and this day. I was always rooting for her and Angel. Oh my gosh, you're a bank? 
<laughs> I was, I was always good for her. Before, you know what's so funny is I'm so. such a Spuffy fan, Spike and Buffy. Oh, you like Spike? I like and Spike and Buffy, yeah, but I as I've gotten older, uh-huh. I've liked Angel, Angel? more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Okay>. Yeah. <laughs> like you when, see why, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. when I was younger, I was like, oh my god, Spike's so hot and like uh-huh. just such a bad boy. And then I got older and I was like, oh, Angel. Like, <laughs> he, was, he was just... Like, he loved her. He, he, they would give up anything for each other. Yeah. It's just so, so silly, but it brings people together. Right. It's funny. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> I understand. See, I saw, I saw the passion and fire behind her, the, the spike in Buffy. Yes. That was fiery. That was fiery. Like, absolute, like, lust, pa- like, fire. Yeah, there's, like, bang, a few you know episodes I mean? where they, like, just, like, do just, it, like, absolute, hard. Yeah. <laughs> Extremely. There's just like straight. one where they like take down a whole building, having sex. Fuck. Yeah. That's what yeah. It, they like wow. literally fucked down the whole building. Yes. Exactly. It was so like that's... a crepid building, but still, <laughs> it happened. Uh huh. But then Buffy and Angel, they were just like forbidden. But then it's like always same with these conversations that open mm-hmm. up where it's like, isn't that just like pedophilia? Because these guys are like. 200 year old vampires like dating an 18 year old and I'm like mm, no <laughs> <laughs> no yeah uh, well yeah. I know so you, that's probably something that's been discussed with your your yeah. group so it's like, always okay. just like a whatever shit show mm-hmm. of arguments but it's always very interesting to read people's viewpoints and to see people's viewpoints yeah that's why I like those things to see how people interpret things and groups like that it's always very funny. <laughs> well, oh my gosh, this is this could get into something really interesting, I guess, because obviously a woman develops earlier than before uh, guys do. So when women develop, you don't like they girls know they know guys kind of like what's going on, yeah. you know, like what's happening? Why is she looking so good nowadays? Mm-hmm. Like if that's that that was going through like the fifth grade brain or whatever. Right. Like, oh, she's developing. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah. Now, I realized that later. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that when I was young, like in the fifth grade. Like, why is she getting all this attention? Yeah. Oh, she's developing. Mm-hmm. And when they start developing, progressing that um, into teenage years and all that stuff, like, now they're raising eyebrows. Yeah. Right? Now they're raising eyebrows. And now they're thinking about, you know, I kind of want to have a little baby someday. Yeah. <laughs> Little baby, little me someday. Little me. Little me someday. Right, so. Little. <laughs> a little you someday. Little you someday, baby. Yes. <laughs> so, I, a lot of people that peno, whatever, feel you, la da 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 da. Like, pe- they, people know. Like, this is something that um, you don't want to talk about because it's uncomfortable to talk about the fact that she was developing and now these these hormonal things are going through changes. Um, things aren't talked about because of cancel culture, la da 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 da. Mm-hmm. You know, sensitivity. Things are desensitized. Well, that's even like, I went on this delve of Taylor Swift. I don't know if you've seen all the shit with her. Okay. She just released like her re-released her old album, and she like did a re-release of it in these past few days. Which album? What she did? She re-released? Red. That was a good one. Yeah, so she re-released it, and there's a song called All Too Well, I think, or All Something, Mm -hmm. but it's, like, about Jake Gyllenhaal, and she did a short film about it, so I, like... It was about Jake Gyllenhaal? Yeah. They dated? Yeah, they dated. Okay. So I, like, watched... I watched it today, because I've been, like, just seeing about it in the past few days, and I'm like, whatever, I'm gonna watch it, I need to see this, because, mind you, Jake Gyllenhaal is, like, my biggest crush since I was, like, 
13. Yeah, so... Isn't and, he a lot of girls' crushes? I mean, I'm sure. He's beautiful. But, but. He's, he's, all, he's yours and only yours, huh? Yes, he's mine. But <laughs> apparently he's like this total like misogynistic douchebag, whatever. Says or, who? Taylor Swift. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she like put out this like short film about like portraying what people believe is portraying her and Jake Gyllenhaal's relationship or whatever. So it's just like interesting to see that and to see the conversation because the whole thing was like she was 20 when they met and he was 29 and like then it like started this conversation about like what age is you know like what when does it become like inappropriate to date somebody you know like when mm-hmm. is it too young or whatever yeah. and I'm just like oh my god can we I don't know Oh, that, so that's the, because of that, her doing that, that sparked that, yeah, that, con- start, that, that kind of conversation? Yeah, s- sparked all this conversation and like mm-hmm. a whole bunch of women being like, oh yeah, I was in a relationship with a guy 10 years older than me and like all this stuff, but I'm like, teach their own. About, yeah. I know that like, obviously there's like definitely some power dynamics with like being with an older man and maybe like being young and not knowing because you're just inexperienced but i'm like i don't know my boyfriend's 10 years older than me my baby he's my baby daddy he's 10 years older than me and guess what things are fine (laughs) you're not gonna talk about how leonardo dicaprio has his type of 20 to 24 that was also a part of the conversations that i saw online was like leonardo dicaprio got brought up about like dating women that are so young and that like he's getting older but he's dating women that are the same age age. and i'm just like i don't know if you're 18, you're a consenting adult, in my opinion. And, you, yeah, in the United States you, of America. Yeah, I'm like, you might be, like, manipulated or whatever, but, like, hopefully you'll just know. I mean, hopefully we'll create a culture where women will just know when to not be with narcissistic douchebags. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And not just be like, oh, it's because they're older. So they, like, it's the men's responsibility to, like, not be narcissistic douchebags. Like, men are going to go for younger women. It's how it's... It's always been. It's how it's always been. And it's yeah. also, like... Women actually like older Biologically, men. like, yeah. I feel like I've never... I've only ever... I've never dated somebody my age. I've mm-hmm. always... Gone older. Always. Since literally, yeah. like, 14 years old. Yeah. I've dated men. Older. Older. Yeah. Always. It's natural. It's natural. So yeah. I'm like, it's kind of a hard, I don't know. I just. It's not hard at all unless you understand the I natural. Know. I'm like, I just like, think it's obviously it's weird if they're under the legal age. Right. And I understand like grooming and that stuff, but it's like hard for me. I mean, earlier this year, there was all this ridiculous drama, but in like the photography community, but it caused, uh, yeah. it caused a conversation about like grooming and that kind of thing. And what I'm does like, that mean? Grooming. Just like if you're like 15, for example, and the dude's like 18, and he's like, I see, kind of getting you to like him. I don't know. Grooming is just like kind of how it sounds, like Uh, like, manipulating younger women, manipulating girls Uh who aren't women, girls that are under the age of 18, girls Mm -hmm. to like like you. You're manipulating them. That's like grooming them to where once they're older they'll be able to legally date you and you'll be able to legally have sex with them. Mm-hmm. So you're like, groom a girl that's 15 to like, like you until they turn 18 then you can have sex with them. So that's like creepy and weird, obviously, but mm-hmm. if you're above the age of 18, then like, I'm sorry. A consenting adult. You're a consenting adult. That's how I feel about it. I mean, obviously, you're a consenting adult if you're a consenting adult. There are things that make you not consenting. This is really interesting because if you go to Europe, this conversation would be very different. Yes. I agree. 
So it's interesting. Well, we, and Justin and I were having this conversation. We were watching this like Canadian show yesterday that we started called yeah. Is it called Tagged? Uh-huh. But this chick was in high school. She's a junior, and she was she had told this dude he was twenty. So they were like making out and stuff and had been dating, but he thought she was in college. She told him that he was in college, so she lied to him. Mm-hmm. And then that was like a whole thing. And Justin and I were just having this conversation where it's like, I was like, dude, that's fucked up. Like this girl is fucked up. That 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 guy can go to jail because right. he doesn't know. Like she's, she's lying to him. Like yeah. she can ruin his life. You yes, know. Yes, yeah. So it's just interesting that I like was like googling the like legal age in Canada and all this <laughs> stuff and then I'm like well maybe she's because it's like 16 in Canada exactly that's yeah. what I knew it yeah uh-huh. so I was yeah. like maybe she's 16 and we're like no she just started her junior year so she's probably 15 we're like trying to figure it out and all this stuff but it was just like it's very interesting to yeah so in America um it's it's kind of become a normalcy of demonizing sexuality mm-hmm Whereas humans are sexual creatures. Well, and humans, I I don't think humans, I mean, don't call me on this, but I'm pretty sure humans were like built to have sex. Yeah. And not to be monogamous. (laughs) Like, I'm pretty sure like we weren't ever built to like be with one person. Like back in the day, it was kind of like, I mean, if we're getting like really back in the day, it was just kind of like women were baby making machines and that's kind of how it worked. Mm -hmm. So... But, I mean, when you think about Spartans, Spartans were, like, doing each other in the butt during wartime because they didn't have women. Like, sexuality was... Yeah, there were squires. Yeah. There were squires. <laughs> there, were squires. there were squires, you know. Yeah. Um, girlish-like uh, guys. Guys, yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. so that was real. That's a real thing. Yes, This 100%. is very true. I'm like, watch Game of Thrones. Yeah. You'll see. Those are real, those are real things. 100%. Sexuality. So, so it's just, uh, you know, that's a, that's a conversation in its own right there. <laughs> Because, well, it's, it's, there's, there's, that's the truth in it, is just that, you know, it's, um, if you believe in monogamy, which I believe, um, I believe in monogamy, I believe mm-hmm. that that can last, that's a, that's a very special thing that can exist, mm-hmm. and it, but it takes, of course, being on the same page, and it takes work. Communication, work. The belief on both sides has to be equally strong. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it'll wane, but that's why you have that thing between you, which is that trust in the higher power, whatever that's keeping you between you, you know? Mm-hmm. So if that's the route you want to go, then that's the route. That's how I, that's what I think at least. But also if you want to be a polygamist, whatever, mm-hmm. right? Have multiple polyamorous. polyamorous. I have a friend that's polyamorous. Like that is like, I have a few. Yeah. I have a few too. I have yeah. a friend that's like married to his wife and mm-hmm. they are both polyamorous and they both have like boyfriend and girlfriends and like, yeah. Yeah. And they're like, See, now, I couldn't do that, though, personally. Me, I couldn't. I don't think I'm I, very honest with I don't myself. Think I, I don't think I could either, personally. Yeah. I mean... I see I see why people can. They can... That for sure. Trying, and right. I can see, like... Yeah. I can I can see how that would work. For them. For them. Not for me, though. Yeah. Not for me, though. <laughs> but I can see how it worked for them. But yeah. it's just interesting to see that stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm like, it's definitely out there. But I also understand that, like... For example, I had a friend that was with his wife. Yeah. And then they ended up divorcing, but she like all of a sudden was like, "Yeah, I want to be polyamorous." And I was like, "That's definitely not fair to like mm-hmm. be monogamous with your significant other." It's like if like you and your you and a, you had a girlfriend and you guys were dating, and then you guys were dating for like two years, and she was like, "Yeah, I just want to like bring 
know the person in and like I'm really polyamorous so I want to be fair to you obviously mm. yeah so that kind of happened so that split them up yeah yeah dang mm-hmm. I mean I would that was yeah yeah I, I would was, not I mean if that's Just, not gonna be my wife yeah if Justin yeah, was like hey I'm thinking about dating some other girls chick. too I'd be like oh yeah no, <laughs> no. I'm not sure with that exactly unless See? I have told him though I've told him before if we could clone him to make him like I, I, yeah. I, I, him at work him yeah. at home <laughs> seriously I've told yes. him that before I'm like we just need to clone you and then make you be our like little bitch at home make us our food and clean our house be perfect <laughs> yo cat come on cat come on it'd be cat. ideal hey it could uh, happen I mean gosh. technology is changing and stuff so let's talk about how you just said that um, you know of, of course throughout history that uh, humans, you 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 believe that humans aren't meant to be monogamous. Yeah. Yeah, but yet you like monogamy. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, I think that it's just. I mean, I like. I don't really know the. Sometimes the things that. About it. The some sometimes the things that um, are not necessarily natural for us, are better for us. Agree. Like I think, I think. Yeah, and I think that thing like the culture of the world for sure changes things. You know. Yeah. Like, you adapt with the world around you. Yeah. So, I feel Henceforth, like... the information that's given to you on what you... Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So, that's the same with, like, same with, I mean, just, you can say the same thing about, like, just anything that is, like, people see as unnatural. I mean, gay, for mm-hmm. example. Right. Some people see that as unnatural. It's been something that's been going on forever. Same with polygamy, polyamory. It's been something that's been going on forever, but... Right. You know, prostitution. Da, 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 yeah, anything yeah. that's been historically really gone on forever that culture has just kind of like made certain things. Heter- like heteronormity. Yeah. Put heteronormity in a box and put these things in a box. So these are the normal things and these are the way to do things. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that has shaped a lot of people. Like if heteronormity and monogamy never happened, then everybody would just be like fucking each other, and that would just be how it would be for like millennium. Yeah. Yeah. But something happened, I don't know when it happened, probably had to do with religion, that they were like, yeah, you should definitely just have a wife and a husband. It was the conventional. Yeah, like have it be like conventional and how it is now. So you could know who your children were and who the mother was and who the father was. Yeah. So there's purpose behind it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's definitely purpose behind these things, but Mm -hmm. I think nowadays people are opening their minds to things like that because even thinking back like, when we were in high school, polyamory, I... I was like, what? Yeah, I would not huh? have even... Yeah, now I'm like, I know multiple people who are polyamorous, and so do you, you know? Yeah. That it's like a normal thing, and they're happy and doing their thing. Mm-hmm. So it's just interesting. Not gonna be my wife, though. No. <laughs> <laughs> not gonna be my wife, yeah. no. No, no, no. <laughs> I mean, whatever. I guess if Justin wants to find, like, some really hot guy... I'm just kidding. I'm, Cat, oh, yo, I'm totally kidding. Ladies and gentlemen. I am <laughs> No, I'm kidding, no. But, you know, that's just, it's just interesting, like I said, to see how the world has progressed. And I hope, I'm, I'm happy about it, though. Obviously, yeah. I'm comfortable with, like, monogamy. That's what I've literally always, I'm bisexual, too, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's not, like, out of the realm for me to even, like, be with a woman or do whatever. But it's, like, what's comfortable for me is monogamy. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it's probably because... 
it's been like shaped in my mind that way, but it's what I'm comfortable with and Same. what I want, you know? <laughs> but to each their own, if people want to like fuck a bunch of people or do whatever, as long as you're like being communicative with your significant other and you're being fair and honest, then like more power to you. Congratulations. <laughs> you getting, she getting tired. Yeah, she's getting sick. Tired. Sometimes I feel like a wizard because I can make her fall asleep like that. Ah, Loki, you might be. I am a wizard. I'm a wizard here. Yeah. Hey, what, what house are you, would you say? Or, like, what are you? I think. Two house. Like, I mean, sometimes I'm, I think I'm a little cusp of two. What's your cusp? I'm curious. I'm a. Um, you like. I'm a griffin. Okay. Yes. Yeah, it would be a huffling. Huffling. Hufflin? Wait, no, no, no. Not Hufflin. That'll be a Hufflecloth. Hufflecloth? Hufflecloth. Ah, yeah. interesting. So we're like... You're like the, the other? Yeah, yeah, you're like the, the other, other two. two. I'm like the first two. <laughs> I'm like, okay. I've taken those tests and stuff, and I've definitely gotten Hufflepuff and Ravenclaw as like my two. Ah. So, um, can you go over what um, Hufflepuff and Ravenclaw describe themselves as? I honestly can't even remember. I know Hufflepuff are like, like, more like, nerds kind of like hmm. book nerds hmm. like more book savvy and stuff was it cedric Huff hufflepuff huh cedric i think cedric was a gryffindor no i think he, i think he was hufflepuff was he hufflepuff yeah that makes sense too yes but yeah i don't know i'm the test i took said ravenclaw or hufflepuff mm. nice you wizard this I is know. true he's the same That's it's so gift. cool wow all i have to do is like do like Asleep. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, the baby is asleep. Wow. Just like that. I know, it's pretty cool. She's such a good baby. She really she's is. She's such a good, a good baby. baby. And she was more fussy today than like she's ever been ever, which wasn't even that fussy. Mm-hmm. Not at all. I've no. Yeah, I know. I, I got so lucky. Mm-hmm. She's just the cutest. Um what does Griffin and Slyth Gryffindor and Slytherin? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, Gryffindor are very brave. Huh? Brave. Brave. Yeah, they like to be brave. They like to, um, you know, um, kind Confident. of. Yeah, like pioneering kind of type things. You know, mm -hmm. almost foolhardy. That's some of their faults. Very, very foolhardy kind of action before thought. Sometimes they just do it because no one else has done it. Um, Slytherin, very traditional, mm -hmm. but. Um, loyal and extremely uh, proud. Yeah. Yeah, extremely proud. Um, and they, yeah, just that traditional part kind of because I grew up traditional. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I grew up very untraditional. Yeah. 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 So, which fascinates me because I love those are really in, there's always interesting conversations with people who didn't grow up traditional mm -hmm. because even though I grew up traditional, my friends. Um, had unconventional like they, their their conventions were different from mine mm -hmm. so it was always like it was cool to cool to see it was an adjustment it was an I was like wow this is so different yeah because <laughs> this could, this couldn't happen in my house mm -hmm. sometimes you know when I was growing up um, I would see that some kids would talk back to their parents oh yeah you're like oh I was like that would not happen in my house yeah. no so Very interesting. 
NASA. It's interesting. I was just talking to my brother because he was saying how we were like such white trash. <laughs> he was just talking about this because I posted on Facebook, like, reposted a, like, what's the worst thing your sibling threw at you? Oh, or wow. you threw at your sibling. Mm. So I, like, posted that, and I literally got, like, 50 comments. And it was hilarious to just read all my friends talking about them, like, throwing shit at their siblings mm-hmm. and stuff. And it got me in this conversation about how my sister's boyfriend, this is, you know, 20 years ago, um, my sister's boyfriend, like, broke up with her after meeting our family. Because we were, like, oh, wrestling in the, in the living room. Like, us yeah. siblings were, like, wrestling, and he said we were too violent. <laughs> family was violent and we were like y'all don't wrestle in your living room <laughs> my brother dialect. was like dude we're you such white trash and I was like what are you talking about and he's like dude like we made up this game called ghetto ball which <laughs> I wrestled my siblings yeah I know that's yeah. how I was like I was like how is wrestling your siblings he's like okay it's not our siblings it was one of our aunts and uncles and everybody was wrestling in the backyard <laughs> I'm like okay fair enough fair enough <laughs> Fair enough. A little too rough and tough just yeah, for that guy. Yeah, but it's just interesting to hear those things and mm-hmm. hear about different people's upbringings. You ever, um, God, this is kind of, yeah, people's upbringings, right? <laughs> um, there's, it's interesting because uh, I just went through this audiobook many times, uh, McConaughey's Green Lights. Have you, have you listened to it? Mm-hmm. Read it at all? Yeah. Is it really good? It's amazing. Do you recommend it? I'm gonna highly recommend. Green lights is what it's Green called. Green lights. Yes, but you have to listen to the audio. Because I've been on audio books lately. Please, yeah. yes, it is worth every dollar. I just watched a movie by him last night, actually. McConaughey. Yeah. What movie? It was the one with Moon Dog. I don't know what it was called. He mm. plays a guy called Moon Dog. <laughs> I don't, <laughs> I don't know. All, that's all I know about it. Well, okay, so besides that, <laughs> the point uh, he goes to Australia. And for <laughs> Australia is kind of like just a bastard stepchild of Great Britain, how they speak. <laughs> yeah. So, good eye, mate. You know, we talk like this, you know what I'm saying? Um, and that's how they speak. And he's, he's ex- trying to experience this whole vibe of Australia. He's, he's thinking he's going to be by the beach, all these things, right? See some kangaroos, blah, 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 blah. That's what he thinks. Yeah, I'm like, that's what I think. Yeah, so exactly. When you think of Australia, you think of that you're going to experience. Mm-hmm. No. Far, far opposite. So, um, he's talking about this. Once he arrives, he um, is greeted by this really small Australian man, and he takes him um, to their like townhouse, mm-hmm. which is in the farthest outskirts that you could possibly go to in Australia. Oh, that sounds like it's gonna have spiders and snakes. Spiders, that's not even the worst of it. That's probably the worst. That, is that what you fear? Yeah. Spiders, <laughs> like and, snakes. The spiders okay. and snakes. Not even, I mean, I don't mind spiders and snakes at all, but the poisonous ones. And Matt, kill you. you ever seen the movie, um, like, Get Out? Yeah. So, a secluded area like that. Just like a not, like a weird little okay, town. Yeah, just yeah. off of buttfuck Egypt. Okay. okay? That's where they t- he took him to. It was, he's like, okay. This is what it is. Obviously, I signed up for it, so mm-hmm. I'm going to run with it. And spoiler alert, I'm not going to tell you a whole bunch of stuff, like all the details, but he basically meets a family who's just kind of wacko, like absolutely wacko. They do things very differently. 
from civilized people. Mm-hmm. Okay. And this is so noticeable that he was uh, eating cabbage and ketchup for dinner because... That's fucking disgusting. It's disgusting. He was losing weight. He was <sighs> losing his mind. He had to no like... No wonder those people were crazy. They were absolutely crazy. So craziness... So the thing is that here's, here's an argument. Is that everybody has their own kind of crazy. It's but, very subjective. Yeah. But some people are actually just freaking Insane. wild. Like yeah. they're just actually wild. Mm-hmm. You know? So you've had no kind of, yeah. Um, and people who knew this family, who, which he was staying with, let him stay with them as a joke. As a joke to experience that, yeah, man, they're fucking nuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're fucking nuts. Mm-hmm. And you, uh, a little little good Australian joke for your mate, you know? It's a good prank. <laughs> At what cost? So he almost blew his brains out. He, he was like, he was literally, he was like, what the? Because he thought it was cultural differences. Yeah, it's, it's, he thought it was cultural differences. No, these motherfuckers were different. They were just Straight up, crazy. Yeah. different. Oh, no. You know, what we're doing now, they lack that. Uh, that This social acumen, you know, dealing mm-hmm. with, so there's like that secluded life that they live. Yeah. And then there's the outside world. You know, mm-hmm. where if you're that different from the outside world, eh, raises an eyebrow, yeah. to be honest. Not yeah. gonna lie. For sure. As it should. Yeah. You know, maybe you eat humans, who knows? Ugh, exactly. I, mm, yeah. I don't know. But. I don't know either. <laughs> I know somebody who has eaten human. That's crazy because I, I haven't, yeah. but. Uh, Me either. Uh, how were they as a person? Different? No. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, yes see? Yes, yes. Different, right? Different, but. Yeah. Different but good. Different but good. Yeah. Okay. Different in their own way. That's just even like, I mean, it's all very interesting. Because I grew up, like, it's just very interesting. Speaking of like how you grew up is like, I definitely grew up like white trash. Mm. Like for sure, I grew up like my mom's like almost borderline like quarteress. Low low class. Low class low for class. sure. Mm-hmm. So it's like just interesting to now that I'm with Justin yeah and he's like his mom is like his parents he just grew up in like Southern California with like more he's very bougie oh, I that's see. how more I would describe him closer as bougie. to upper class upper class for sure yeah. and very like sure he's just bougie and you see with the, my brother who's his wife is like yeah. her parents are like bougie so it's just very interesting even talking with like talking with Justin about my family he's like what the fuck talking with Erica my sister-in-law about her you know she's like what the fuck yeah. just funny to see like the differences where they're like yeah. your family's fucking weird dude and we're like what's up uh, like, this is us yeah we're like know, this unap- is us bitches yeah unapologetic. and they're just like I mean they accept us obviously but they're just like raises an eyebrow yeah it's different <laughs> it it's raises different. an eyebrow yeah, raises yeah an eyebrow. for it's sure yeah. But it's very interesting. Yes. Life is interesting. Life is very interesting. Very interesting. Very interesting. And I'm a very curious person. Yeah. I grew up working class. My parents were always working. See, my... So... Yeah. You know... And your parents... Your parents still own the... The restaurant. Yeah. That's, like, yeah. right by Studio Boise. It's, like... Oh, perfect. Yeah. Literally, like, a two-minute walk from Studio Boise. Not... Wow. It's off... Studio Boise is off of... That's where we are. That's yeah. That's us. Yeah. If you like where that gas station is off Garden. Okay. Like right there. Uh. You know that gas station. Yes. 
It's what happens at that studio? We take... You've been there, right? I'm pretty sure you've been at Studio Boise. You, Have I? I think you've worked with Lisa there. Lisa Payne. Lisa Mary Payne. Uh, maybe. Okay. Yeah. It's like a small studio. It's a okay. photography studio. So people rent the studio space to get pictures taken. Did I work with Lisa Payne? Did I? You did. I know you have worked with her, but yeah. I don't know if you worked with her at the studio. Okay, not at, maybe not at maybe the studio. Maybe not at the studio, but I know you've gotten pictures taken by her, because when you got pictures taken by her, I was like, oh my gosh, I know him. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But that's, Small yeah, community. it's like, if you just keep on going down Emerald towards, like, Ann Morrison, like, down the hill. Yeah. It's, like, it's kind of hidden. Yeah. It's like in a hidden place of businesses where you wouldn't even <laughs> think that. It's kind of like that's kind of explains Boise in a nutshell. It kind of explains right Idaho, like Boise, Everything. whatever in a nutshell. It's like it's just there's still places where yeah there's gem. still places I'm like oh look there's, there's a cool place here. It's like oh I never knew this. Literally everybody says that about the restaurant. I, I would have never known. Which is so funny because yeah. somebody asked us like last time I was there I was at Studio Boise for um, a gallery opening. Yeah. And they had asked us they were like. That place right down there, like, is it good? No, I don't fucking know. I haven't been there. But now I'll be like, I know the people. Yes. Who own that place? Yeah. He knows. Yeah. And I went to high school with yeah, him. Yeah, I went to high school with that guy. And it's great. Family owned and operated. Yeah. Beautiful and delicious. Go there. It's been. But busy. actually, my boss was like, yeah, it's really good. Mm-hmm. So I was like, he knows. But I don't. I don't. Boss has good taste. Yes, he does. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> He's your boss. Yes. And he goes, eats at Chiang Mai. He chose me as an employee. I, yeah, it's, everybody literally says, I, I've had the amount of customers that come in and say that, like, they would have never known until somebody said, mentioned something. Uh-huh. Or like, oh, I looked at you. You guys are, like, up. right next to the Navajo, right? Yeah, yeah. Right next to the Navajo. That's where, like, the studio goes to, like, after, like, events and stuff. Oh, they all go you to go to the Navajo? Navajo? Yeah. Sick. Uh-huh. Sick. Let's see a little small community. That's what it's all about, though. Oh, yeah? Yes. Especially us who grew up here. Facts. Mm-hmm. And there's still so much yet that I haven't done. Like, I've, there's so, so much sad. that I haven't experienced. I'm horrible about that. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's still so much to experience as an Idahoan that I haven't, I haven't been to Coeur d'Alene. Yeah. You know what I mean? I haven't, like, rafted. Have you been to McCall? Yeah, I've been to McCall. Okay, yeah. Good. Like, but people have kayaked and stuff like that. Yeah, like the yeah, Paya yeah. River, well, let's see, even, like, downtown stuff. Like, yeah. I went to Ruth Chris Steakhouse or something. Okay. For, like, the first time ever. And everybody was like, oh, yeah, I'm in there. And same with just, like, other places downtown that I've, like, I'm like, oh, I haven't been there. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, oh, my gosh, you haven't been there. They're like, how long have you lived here? I'm like, mm, 25 Not, years. Yeah. <laughs> It's gonna take another another like twenty five fifty to like really experience, really um the true essence of because it's still growing Boise and Meridian and Cuna yeah, and like Caldwell even that Same stuff's growing I mean, everything's growing. We're just like I said we're just looking yeah. for places. It's like oh my gosh, everything's growing and everything's becoming more and more bumping. Bumping, mm-hmm. yeah, slowly but surely. Little I think it's it's happening all too fast at once. I think it. I agree. I think. If there were laws put in place for certain things, especially with, like, our housing market and that stuff, or at least they, like, raise the minimum wage, that things would be better. Mm-hmm. I just wish it was better for people who grew up in Idaho, mm. you know? Like, there are people on my timeline on Facebook who are like, yeah, I have to... Yeah, that are like, I have to leave this place because I can't afford to live here. Like, literally can't uh, afford to live here. On, like, 
two-person salary. Like, we can't afford to live here. It's sad. Where, um, where are these, is it, like, apartments? Just or? anything. I mean, even a girl, a house, like, for example, the friend that I had just yesterday was posting, she's like, I'm looking for just, like, a one-bedroom, one-bath for 1300 Wow. It's not even a thing at all. No, one-bedroom, one-baths are minimum 1600 in Boise and Meridian <sighs> and Cuna, really. I mean, we were just looking for a place, and we luckily found a place that is two-bedroom. I mean... We were looking for more room, and we were hoping for, like, a three-bedroom, two-bath, but unless we wanted to be, like, what's the word for it, like, house poor, like, house broke, so we just, like, pay all of our bills and then we have nothing, then we would have to, like, yeah, then we would be able to get a three-bedroom, two-bath, but we got a two-bedroom, two-bath, which is what we have now, but just more square footage in a garage, which mm. isn't that bad, because that's, like, really what we needed. We're, like, just barely too much for our apartment right now mm -hmm. so we're like we just need a little bit more square footage and we'll be fine so it like worked out but still it was very 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 stressful trying to find something in our budget that was like made sense even then like our rent went up 200 bucks from last year they like raised rent 200 bucks yeah goodness yeah but you're about to move you have a new, yeah, you got a place coming yeah. up. So yeah, congrats about that. We get that. our keys on Sunday. I'm so excited. Mm -hmm. I'm so ready. <laughs> Townhome, no more people above us to complain about our assholes. Live here, Matt. And just to be loud above us. Um, but nope. it is in Nampa, which is like eh. Okay. But it's on the border, so. It's oh yeah, nice. perfect. It's, Those it's are nice places, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. a townhome on the border. So it's not that bad. It's very close to just like where we grew up. Mm. So yeah, it's in a couple miles from like my house that I grew up. In. You grew up in? Yeah, just like in Meridian. Okay, Meridian. okay. Yeah, close to Meridian Middle. Right. That area. Yeah. In Meridian High, I my mom lives like, which is the house I grew up in, but my mom lives like a mile from Meridian High. So. Mm. All in that area. I like that area. It's just like home to me. Yeah. You know? Right. Nostalgia. Yeah, it's like, very nostalgic. You know that area. Mm-hmm. Oh. I'd walk those neighborhoods <laughs> and those streets. Tully Park. Tully <laughs> <laughs> Park. Uh, this is my neighborhood. Yeah. I represent it. 100%. <laughs> Before I forget, uh, let's end the cap, you know, so we, you can take baby home and you can go rest. <laughs> yes. Um... Let's talk about, um, so you've done stuff in like entertainment and like modeling or mm -hmm. what you have? Yeah. yeah. So I have funny story to like back up. When I first started, yeah. what, so when I was 18, I decided to get into like, I wanted to be a suicide girl. I don't what know if you know mean? what that is. I don't. So it's like, uh, it's kind of like essentially like sex work kind of, it's like a website for it was like pre, it, this predated OnlyFans. Okay, this is before OnlyFans. This is before OnlyFans. This is OnlyFans before OnlyFans. OnlyFans before OnlyFans, very similar to that. Okay. Pretty much that. Right. But it's like a website. It still exists. Um, but mm. it's like alternative girls. So it's like girls with piercings and tattoos, or like big curvy girls, just girls of all shapes and sizes. Mm. Where like yeah, you like start a profile and you do like nude pictures and they're like tasteful and not it's not like porn like. OnlyFans, you can obviously, like, 
masturbate or like fuck or whatever so it wasn't like that it was just like you do like sets Mm -hmm. so you do like uh like a cookie dough set or something or like a kitchen set so it'd be like a cute set with you like naked with like flour and like making cookies or something Mm -hmm. so you'd get that done it's all like professional photographers and you do that so that's what I originally wanted to do but then I ended up kind of like learning more about that site in general and just kind of like how much money you can actually make from becoming an official suicide girl Mm -hmm. oh you weren't an official one uh, you have to like actually become an official one by like getting a set of the day it's kind of like a process you go through Mm -hmm. but you'd be like a suicide girl hopeful Mm-hmm. So I decided to like venture off of that, and then just got into like modeling for fun. I've obviously done some paid modeling mm-hmm. for like products and different things, random different things. Um, but yeah, I've been modeling for like almost ten years now yeah. since I was eighteen. So I, t- mm-hmm. I turned twenty seven next month. So mm-hmm. yeah, nine years. Was there any, like, uh, backlash for you making that choice when you were 18 and wanting to be, be a suicide girl or whatever? No, you know, not, mm-hmm. I mean, it was so, like, I mean, this was almost 10 years ago, so right. people didn't really, like, know about it, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I didn't I, know what that was. Yeah, so it was just, like, I started my thing, and I was like, hey, I'm starting a suicide girl, like. Why did they call it that? I'm like I don't know but it's still definitely a thing I follow a ton of suicide girls they're like uh-huh. my favorite models because they're just gorgeous and all tatted up and rainbow hair and they all got nice big booties and stuff so <laughs> we love the big booties we love the big booties so definitely followed them but I then kind of just got into modeling locally and that was I wasn't even living in Idaho when I started that I was actually living in Oregon because I moved there for a little bit okay and then I moved back here and then just kind of got into like modeling and then um you know connected with some photographers and then that kind of just opened me to the Boise like photography scene Mm. then I just modeled for fun obviously did some paid shoots like built my portfolio um met a whole bunch of photographers and then um yeah then I started at Studio Boise the old owners um it used to be owned by two people and they kind of, one of them worked like the front desk all the time and she needed time off. Yeah. So she's like, they both were like, dude, they met me cause I was there for like a fashion show or something mm-hmm. and they really liked me and they were like, do you want to work one day a week? So then I started doing that and then she ended up leaving and he became full owner and then they were like, he was like, you want to take over fully? So then I started running the studio full time. Mm. Now I just like model for fun. Yeah. Really? Yeah. 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 So, and I have been, don't get me wrong. I've been definitely offered from, let's see, I'm trying to think like sundry models, urban talent. They've mm. all like reached out and stuff, but yeah. I've just been like, no. And I have kind of started delving into, um, like I did, uh, like auditions for the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Actually, mm. before that was even on Netflix or anything, I did auditions for Sabrina. Mm-hmm. So I got to do some like stuff for LA and that kind of stuff. But I ended up deciding not to because at that point I was like, I don't want to be famous. Like, what mm. if I get this role? I kind of got that feeling of like, mm, you might be a public figure. Hundred percent. I was like, I don't want people to be taking pictures of me. Like, ugh, I won't be able to. You know, I just kind of started to think like, yeah. what if I did get famous? Then, like, That's... also like, then I'd be in like the party scene and like 
who knows how I'd be, like, I'd probably get out of control with drugs or whatever, like, I just kind of, like, probably overthought it a lot. (laughs) (laughs) But But the fact that you had those thoughts, I think you'd be kind of more in control than most artists. I agree, but Um, I was like, no, I'm, I don't know, I'm like, I'm... You don't want to give up your private life. Yeah, that's the biggest thing, is I was like, I want to have, like, a, I I don't know how I do under, like, the scrutiny of people watching me or like if I gained weight or you know like yes. anything like that having people be that scrutinizing of me and cr- yeah, critical yeah. of me so I was like nah I'm just gonna do it for fun and now I have model or photographers that I just like shoot with for fun and I could literally be like that are my friends you know that I'm like hey I have this idea with this like cool concept of like a witch eating a bloody heart do you want to do that you know and they're mm. like fuck yeah let's do it so it's nice isn't it interesting to kind of like have, yeah, have those kind of thoughts and that kind of clarity that, yeah, I, what if I, seriously, some people literally just want to be famous. Mm-hmm. So the, the, they want to be like uh, performers or entertainers and all this stuff just because they want uh, to be yeah, famous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they want to be in the spotlight. And cause the thing is that um, as I'm not, I'm, I fully acknowledge that what I do in terms of modeling and being a performer and a dancer on stage and all these things is uh, a look at me kind of thing. Look, sure. What can I do? I acknowledge that part of me though. I acknowledge that it's not, not saying that that's everything. No, for sure. Yeah. I acknowledge it's not yeah. because you're yeah. very talented and you like you, I mean, if I didn't know you at all and I just saw you from social media, I wouldn't get the vibe of like, Oh, look at me, whatever. I would be right. like, this dude does it for the art. Yeah. You know, like he does it because he loves it. Genuinely. Yeah. Like I genuinely want to be good. And also I know you. So I know. Yeah. Like that's another thing is I know you genuinely want to be good and you are like actively working on yourself to be better Mm -hmm. at what you do. You know? Mm -hmm. You're not just like, I'm so cool. (laughs) But there is that part that's like, that that is in me though. That Mm -hmm. um, is, that knows that. That um, it's a part of my, it's part of vanity. For sure. Yeah, so that's the, that's the that's the whole battle of like mm-hmm. you know, um, performers and art like, what we do is that uh, we have this super high ego, yet we're also very doubtful of ourselves at the same time. You know, we so have makes the best artists. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. It's that that's the balance <laughs> that we're trying to achieve. You know, trying to get that center, that sweet spot, right? Yeah. Um, so I, I mean, I had to ask because I've obviously I've seen you know like the journey. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember those photos. I was like, different, but yeah. like, obviously, this is total cat. Like, this is totally her. Just, and I'm happy. I've done yeah. like some fun stuff. I've definitely done some like, like boudoir and then mm-hmm. everything from like boudoir to like bloody stuff to Halloween stuff to like fun, silly stuff. Yeah. Just literally everything to like. And it's stuff that you want to do and like to do. 100%. Not somebody's telling you to. No, do. I do not. Yeah. I collaborate. That's what I do. Yeah. So that's, I think I like that part, that you have choice. You, you have choice in your art now. Yeah. You know, you have choice in your art. Whereas some people just like being told what to do all the time. Mm-hmm. Because they think it's, they're going to get to somewhere special or whatever. They have, you know. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's So like, you remember when we had that um, comments uh-huh. the, like back and forth between me and you? For sure. Um, I'm like, you're talented though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, of course. <laughs> Obviously, people get scouted and they look good, but they don't have like the skills. Hundred percent. 
So uh, that's what those like workshops are for, la da 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 da. But sometimes people people back out, like I didn't want to pay for all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And like you, I've been told by my professor who worked in L.A., who was a backup dancer, if you if anybody ever asks you to pay up front, don't do it. Uh-huh. And that's why I said no. Yeah. That's why I said no to Urban Talent. And I was almost kind of like egotistical. I was like, y'all are never gonna get me nah, 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 because you asked for money. So I'm gonna just follow my professor and see because that's what she said. Mm-hmm. You know, and I was also in school. I was literally, I was also in school. So I was like, I'm, I can't pay for this right now. Yeah. But when I graduated, um, I had another conversation as I matured, and I was like, okay. And then I met some younger kids. I met some, and I've I've had friends in the in, um, a part of the agency. I was like, huh, okay, if they can do it, motherfucker, why can't I, man? Come on now. You're like yeah. the perfect specimen for an agency like that. Like, uh-huh. really. Because you're talented. Right. So it's like, if you're already talented, they don't... It's like, like they, I said, I've had friends yeah. who have gone to places like that or signed up with places like that that end up kind of getting screwed over because then they have people that are more talented or they just aren't like... Uh, like we talked about. Yes. Like, they're not a certain look for yeah. certain things or commercial things or mm-hmm. certain... They don't have the skills. They're not dancers. They're not actors. They're not these kinds of things. Mm-hmm. So they're just kind of like people off the street that they're like, hey, you're good looking. Yeah. Give me whatever, $2,000 and take the classes and you'll be good. And, and those people don't like have the confidence. They don't have right. the talent. They don't, all these things the that presence. like, the presence. Uh-huh. So then they kind of get screwed over. And that is a part of the business that you have to acknowledge as talent coming in. Mm-hmm. That if you're scouted like that and you're like, uh, you have to really... Like, is this, is this for you? you know? For sure. Because so I, know, I know people like that that, yeah. like, you know, they, or they, like, find jobs outside of it, and then yeah. they can't do them because they're signed with an agency, and their agency isn't connected to those things. Yeah. So then they're like, oh, I got offered a job for 100 bucks to, like, model for a thing, and they're like, oh, sorry. Like, you can't do that. You're signed a contract with our agency. Yeah. Yeah. So people do get screwed over, but some people don't. Right. Yeah. It's all kind of like for the draw and if you're talented you're talented and you're gonna do good no matter what and you are talented so appreciate that yeah. Yeah, yeah I try to nurture it as much as I can you're good looking and you can dance and you can act you're literally like you're a fine specimen sir <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing having you on the show it was so amazing having you thank you for having Lilith and I of course it was so good to see so, you it was an absolute pleasure yes, yes. We'll have to convene and talk again soon, you know, as she's going to get older and all these things as you're growing as a mother. Yes. You know, (laughs) this is real, like, oh, gosh. But it's beautiful because uh, my best friend, uh, Brandy, also just had a child. I know. Yes. So cute. Cartier. 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 Yes. So it's just, you know, it's that time. You guys are in the perfect age to, to I know, I've been totally, I wish she, her, like, Instagram comment, or, like, her Instagram messages are off, so, like, on yeah. her story, you can't, like, reply to her story. Okay, yeah. And I want to reply to her story. <laughs> like, all the time, like, Yeah, oh. I always want to, like, I'm like, let me send a heart react to yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it's her baby's so cute, and she's so cute. I've seen her a few times at the studio, too. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, doing I mean, the shoots. Yeah, not yeah. recently, but. Doing the shoots. Yeah, 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 doing shoots. I've seen her a couple Love times. Love that. And I'm like, hi. <laughs> It's always good to see y'all. Always. Uh, I'm going to let you have a great rest of your night. Thank you, everybody who's been tuning in. I hope you guys enjoyed.
and we'll talk to you soon. Uh, you can follow Cat. Yes, uh, Kitty Cat, R F W. That's K I T T Y K A T R F W. On IG, yes, yes. IG yeah. sounds good. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we'll talk to you soon. I'll talk to you soon. Catch y'all. Bye, 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 bye. That was a weird ass little ending. <laughs> <laughs> bye. Peace. <laughs>